Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's going to throw. Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They Rubbish! There's buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, right. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. everybody happy monday to you august 14th 2023 you're listening to a new week of kentucky roll call here on big oh, x radio 96.1 fm 1450 am and this is the start of two full weeks and then the third it'll end with football how about that how about that Actually, I guess week zero, it's really two full weeks, and then at the end of the second full week, we'll get at least a little something in terms of meaningful games. But from a UK perspective, we've got two full weeks, then we have a third week, but it's not a full week because we got the Big X golf scramble. So that'll that'll shorten that up a little bit. But basically, two, two full weeks without too much to look forward to, and then Roush, that third week, it'll fly by. It's a short week. It's... We got UK, we got the golf scramble, you got Thursday uh, night football. I just crowd. love the way you're framing this. Like I think you just gotta you gotta try to find a way to make it. Well, uh, he, here's here's another way you do it. Football's back Friday. High school football kicks off this Friday. And that's great. And we're excited about high school football being back. But you know what we want. You know Right. Well, but how about two weeks and then it's game week? Then yeah, not like two weeks and then we gotta two, do two yeah. two full weeks and two then, weeks from today we get then, a depth chart. And then a non-full week. It's very exciting. Oh yeah. So this is we're getting we're getting there. We're maybe not where we'd like to be. No, just not like yet, all the but, way, but like mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah. But we're getting there. It's worth getting excited about for sure. Roush, how was your weekend? How are you doing this morning? You sound great. I, I think the the other way to put it too is like now I can get on the social media and I see football highlights from like now. You know, maybe there there was a fun uh, Jacksonville Jaguars backup quarterback. He had a cool highlight um, in the preseason game against the Cowboys. That was fun. Um, I I don't I might have watched a couple minutes of preseason football, but not. Uh, you know, it's 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 not really for me. Um, saw ooh, did see uh, another highlight from an Iowa scrimmage and TJ sometimes. Uh, you know, us media members, we like to think, gosh, it'd be great if we were here. We could get so much more access. Uh, but, like, it's a double-edged sword. Like, at Iowa, they talk to their coordinators, like, twice a year, maybe. But they did get to go inside their scrimmage where 
um, McNamara, Cade McNamara, their starting quarterback, uh, suffered a non-contact, looked like a hamstring injury or something, looked pretty gnarly, didn't look great. So that's happening across college football right now. South Florida, they lost their starting defensive end. Uh, that was a big loss for them. So he, he's out for the year. But we're So we're getting all of the early sort of nuggets into preseason action, whether it's college football scrimmage or breaking down every one of Will Levis's throws for the Tennessee Titans. Oh, we'll we'll be we'll be talking about that certainly. U of L M J Griffin. He he looks like he may be gone for the season. So, Sounds yeah, like that's a pretty big loss. Yeah. That is a, that is a significant loss for them. And Kentucky fans know that feeling all too well. We've we've had the media day injury reports, and even the weeks after media day, heading into the season, there's been those Saturday scrimmage updates that you've got news nobody's ever wanted to to get before. So. It's happened. Roush is right. It's happening across. Fingers crossed that it doesn't nothing, nothing too severe for UK. Or if there's something, it's, things are going to happen because it's football. But hopefully, at positions where there's plenty of depth, and uh, certainly, let's just go ahead and and say it. But obviously, can't have anything happen at the quarterback position. That's the the the, mm-hmm. the big one there. But they're going to make sure they're going to take care of Devin Leary, and we're going to have updates as we get closer to the start of football season. Justin Kalen is our producer from 7 to 9 here on Big X Sports Radio. And then he does plenty of other jobs all throughout the city, all throughout the station. He wears many hats. Justin Kalen, are you actually wearing a hat right now? I am not wearing a hat right now. No, I have to go to work today after after the show. So I have, have my best professional look on. Actually, I didn't even fix my hair today, so I kind of look like a bum. Whoa. Woke up this morning. I, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was the rain moving in or what, but it was stupid dark when I woke up. I, I struggled to get out of bed this morning. But I'm here, ready for another week. As you mentioned, what, two two weeks and some change until football, so. Yeah, I think I may have been asleep around like eight thirty last night. Uh, not intentionally, nice. but just the way, just the way that the the weekend kind of built up. That last night was going to 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 not be a late one for me. Uh, fun weekend, a lot going on. Got uh, two rounds of golf in, but one was that scrambled. Although, been doing that scramble for like probably over a decade now, or about a decade give or take, and have never had any sort of rain or bad. I mean, we've had it hotter than all get out, but that time of the year, you're going to expect that. But never had any rain showers or storms, but we did finally get our first rain delay. So we ended up being out of the course for like seven hours. It's, we, we were out there a long time, long day to be out there. And it was a scramble with like 36 teams, so it was just Whew. really slow to begin with. Uh, so it was a long round of golf. And then after the storms passed, that – Classic Kentucky sticky after rain humidity, which anybody that's lived in this state for any period of time knows exactly what I'm talking about. So that was made it like extra muggy, and then the sun actually did come out. So we were getting burnt, and it was muggy, and it was just uh, the weather was not the most ideal. But we had fun. We I don't think we were probably within the top ten. We were 14 under, left several putts out there, uh, but I, I was okay for the most part, with the, the way that I played. I'm just not that great of a scramble golfer. I can play my own ball and usually find ways to bogey with the best of them. But uh, I don't, you know, from a scramble standpoint, I help out, but nothing too unbelievable. I'm not sticking it a foot next to the pin on 160-yard iron shots. But so, so got some golf in. That was fun. Stopped by the St. Joe's picnic for a little bit. 
Uh, Lucy, the baby, she won a, like legitimately won a game of the Connect Four. They give you five balls, and you have to drop them on this little thing. Oh, yeah. And you got to get four the of ping them pong balls. And she did it herself and just was dropping the balls in herself and got a four. And that was nice. Fun. She won her first carnival game. And uh, always great getting out to St. Joe's Picnic. Thing is just like its own little town when you're out there walking among all the, the tents and the booths and saw some friends out there. Had a nice dinner Saturday night, so it was a busy day Saturday. So I, I took it pretty easy yesterday, but excited to get this week going. There are a lot of sports things to talk about from from over the weekend. The Packers absolutely beat down the Bengals on Friday night, so that was nice to see. Uh, Jordan Love actually looked good. I, I'm getting more and more excited. Usually I do this with UK football, and I would even do it during some of like the Joker years and early Stoops era, where it's like your expectations really weren't all that high. But as the season would get closer, you'd add like a win or you'd add two wins, and you'd start to maybe even talk yourself into like, is this a, this could be a bull team? I mean, if the schedule breaks the right way, the ball bounces the right way, this could be a bull team. I'm not. I don't do that as much with UK football anymore because there's legit optimism. Like I, I feel that stuff and I know it's not fabricated. I know it's not just because the season's coming around. And even then I still may add like, yeah, I, I may start feeling better about the Tennessee game when we do our final predictions on the Friday out at Elk Run. Like, I, you know, you, even then you still kind of get a little boost, but you don't have to do it as much anymore with UK football because they're legitimately good. But I'm starting to do that with the Packers where it's like they could maybe win the North. It's not impossible for this group to win the North. When on paper, they really probably shouldn't win the North. But I'm getting pumped about it. Uh, even for a preseason game on Friday, I thought the Packers looked pretty solid. Uh, at least the starters did. I'm okay with that. So USA basketball on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, thanks a lot to the United States Women's World Cup team. I thought we were going to have that to follow along for a while. But no, I've moved on to USA men's World Cup basketball. They had some exhibition games over the weekend. Who was it? Serbia on Saturday or Slovenia on Saturday. Slovenia, yeah. Countries. And then Spain yesterday, who Spain's actually ranked number one in their FIBA made-up rankings. I watched the entire Spain game and didn't get to see the entire game on Saturday, but saw bits and pieces. That's a good group. They were really, really fun to watch. So as we're counting down the days to football and we're counting down the days maybe till your fantasy football draft, uh, this this group's going to play every so often. I don't. I think they're off till maybe Thursday or something. But catch them if you can. They're 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 good. It's not the wife. The wife was like, "Who are these guys that are playing for Team USA?" And I was like, "Yeah, they're definitely not the United States' best. And they're probably they're probably like second tier NBA guys. And there may be an exception or two, but like maybe second tier NBA guys. Every other country, they've got their best people playing. And this group's still probably going to cruise to an easy gold medal." Uh, and not the best star power, but it really is a, a well-put-together team in terms of just how the pieces fit, making sure you have tons of shooters, what you have to have. So uh, that's that's some of the stuff I got into this weekend. We've got UK news. We've got college landscape, just everything going on. Uh, you can still even talk a little conference realignment because it's the summer, and that's probably just going to be our reality moving forward. A lot to get to on today's show and the Thornton's text line over the weekend. Well done, everybody. I think everybody knows the best way to get their day started is by going to Thornton's. 89 cents, 32-ounce drinks, 5 or 10 or even 15 cents off a gal off the gallon, which gas prices going back up as they sometimes do in the summer. You want to save every cent that you can at Thornton's. Pop in today and get your text in through the Thornton's text line, 
1450. Also, there was like 15 golf tournaments on yesterday. Uh, too many golf tournaments, folks. Scrolling through the TV, and it was just like, I mean, there really were legitimately four different golf tournaments on at the same time, uh, including the Live. Scooch, what did you watch this weekend? What'd you What'd you get into? Uh, you know, I didn't really do a whole lot this weekend. I was more of the mindset of summer's coming to an end, so I was trying to spend as much time outside as possible this weekend. Uh, so I went out to my mom's on Friday night, uh, did, a, did a little swimming, was supposed to freaking go to the lake on Saturday, woke up that morning, and there's just storms galore. So we had to cancel the lake trip, so I just went home and... Literally did nothing. Gil was watching TV all day, but it was all like crap that I didn't really care about. So I was loosely paying attention, playing video games. And then yesterday had to go to work and actually got to play golf with my dad yesterday, which normally that's not a big deal. But my dad just had rotator cuff surgery, so he hasn't golfed in probably six to eight months. So it was really nice to get out there with him. I played with him, my brother and my sister. We played at a nice little par three course and I kicked their butts, y'all kicked their butts. It yeah. Great. It was fun. Woo. It was, it was a lot of fun. It. Well, I did not. So I went, I think I was five over, um, but two of those came off par fours. So I was three over on the par three portion, but I think what gave me the confidence was cause so I haven't been playing very well lately in my golf game, but I show up and my two nephews are there with my, with my sister. And I'm like, okay, cool. This'll be fun. Well, they walk right up to me and they're like, we bet on you. We think you're going to win. So right as soon as I got there, I was like, okay, they think I'm going to win. I got to show out and win. And I did. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Just just happy to get back out there with Pops. Something about golfing with him and just his smooth golf swing. Nothing better. That's great. Yeah, that sounds really nice. Uh, good. And glad you you, ta- you showed him the business. But, yeah, I did. in terms of actual sports, gave him, gave him the didn't, didn't really watch much sports this weekend. I, I kind of took a few days off. The uh, the in-laws are uh, – the, they typically have the Little League World Series on this time of the year. That was a big, uh, like, oh, nothing else really on. We'll, we'll, we'll pop that bad boy on while the kids are playing. So it was um, kind of chaotic at times with – we've got two nephews that are about the same. One's Duke's age. The other one's seven. So, you know, just a lot going on. But uh, it was a good time. We got a nice surprise going back to Ohio. It was their alumni weekend. And uh, which means that, like, just at their local community park, they have uh, their different graduating classes competing against each other in softball and volleyball tournaments. And uh, Brooks Brooks Group is a little – I got a bunch of little kids, so they didn't have a team, but the other class she's close with did. So she subbed in, and, uh, I mean, it was a good time going up there, seeing some old friends, drinking some some beers. And uh, what was funny is they're, they, they've had a – good amount of uh basketball players go through their town so one game we were watching there was a 6-11 guy that played at, at Dayton going up against a 6-8 guy who uh he was on the team that Obi Toppin team that was really good a couple of years back and uh the younger group ended up winning and uh <laughs> Brooks team ended up playing them and at one point one of our friends just nailed Mike Sell right in the face with the ball so like yeah, they got one on them. They ended up losing the game, uh, you know. But still, that part was funny. Very funny. Yeah, always good to hurt your competition when you can't beat them. I mean, if you're getting hurt by hitting, getting hit in the face with a volleyball, like maybe, maybe you're too soft to be playing in the in the league. That's why he was in the G League, not in the real one. Am I right? Wow. Say that to 
Greg Fokker's sister-in-law in the pool volleyball game and meet the parents. <laughs> he apparently just signed, like, uh, wisely just signed a big contract overseas instead of trying to do the G League thing. Overseas, much better than the G League for a lot of folks. You're just, just go get paid. Like, just do it. Instead of messing around. We'll get that as money. As long as you're living somewhere cool. He's going to France, so yeah, pretty cool. Even like some of those places that politically, like Sam Decker's in Turkey, and I still follow his wife from when she was a sideline reporter for Fox, and like that looks pretty awesome, even though that the politically, Turkey, not not the place I'd want to be spending a ton of time right now. Just a lot going on over there. There is. There, yeah. there, there is a lot going on over there. Uh, there was a UK football scrimmage on yeah. Saturday. There was a lot to get to from that, which we will do today. Roush is right. There's preseason football, and people have takes, which yeah. I, I just did about the Packers, but people had takes specifically about Will Levis, strong takes about Will Levis. There's basketball recruiting uh, to, to get to, not necessarily so much UK, but – John Calipari spoke on the Croatian Sensations edition. Called him Big Z, though. I mean, that's like what half the people have called him, TJ. Yeah, like a guy being joined the list of a a million other people that name starts with a Z and will be called Big Z. Wasn't that your all suggestion? We've already had one at UK. We have, and he's a Cleveland Brown now. He is. I, I just... I think I don't know. I feel like we need to pay respect to those that came before the Croatian sensation with nicknames. And anytime somebody's going to say Big Z, I'm going to be like, "Oh, is Darius Smith joining the UK basketball team and going out there and playing?" I'm going to get super confused, Roush. And also, let's not mistake that him and the Croatian sensation look a lot alike. <laughs> the, uh, I mean, but I don't think you can also just give him a nickname when, like, his Cal. Has Cal actually met this kid in person yet? Probably <laughs> no, not. No chance. No chance. Yeah. Maybe, I bet they've probably done a FaceTime, but no, they're in person. I can't imagine. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like you got to let the cake bake a little bit on a nickname because most nicknames are the best ones are organically <laughs> created, right? Like it just it just flows out, you know. We're like, like talk, we're talking to Aaron Bradshaw, and it's like, so how, how's Big Z been doing in practice? Oh, you guys been talking about the Fart Lord? You talking about Mister Farts himself? Yeah, you're right. You got to let him get there and make his own nickname. We have no idea what it could be. How did Boogie Cousins become Boogie? That was actually KSR related. They were going to call him Carl. I think they did. I, like I a, remember that part, and he was like, "Do not call me Carl." <laughs> they didn't. They did just like a, I think a poll on the website, and it was like, "This is what we're calling them. Whatever wins this." Because I think he went on radio at like Big Blue Madness camp out or something. It was like, "I'll honor the the results of the poll," and that was when Big Blue camp out was you know multiple days. So like it was the next day. I and I, and and the KSR folks would know this story better than me. But but it's hilarious because he was about to be called Carl, and I actually was all for that. I was like, Kentucky has a guy named Carl that just dominates. That will that could be profitable for him. And I think it was like, okay, I'm not doing that. I'm definitely I'll actually get mad if we do do this. Like I won't have fun with it. So just take the second option. I think the second option was Boogie. Carl, and how those how the, now how those got like on the list? Those names I've got no clue. Carl, like where all the names came from I've got no idea. Carl Cousins does have a nice ring to it. 
I agree. I think it's awesome. Carl Cousins. <laughs> like, you just got bullied by Carl. Uh, <laughs> sure enough, Kentucky would later have a Carl. Carl yeah. Anthony Towns, who DeMarcus Cousins did bully. So, uh, Wow. We've come full circle. We really have. We really, really have. Yeah, it's a good question, Roush. I don't know. Oh, man. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it is at least officially official, and I know that that should tell you that there aren't a ton of worries NCAA-wise. I know that that was maybe something brought up briefly. There's still some people who um, – actually, I don't know how many people are still scarred by Anus Kander's uh, eligibility or non-eligibility because that was 12 years ago. And uh, I had a, I came to a realization last night, TJ, too, when they come in this big football group chat, and there was somebody talking about, like, the defense and it, I, basically just taking some pot shots at Brad White. I'm like, well, obviously somebody didn't watch Hal Mummy play teams. He's like, no, I was two when Hal Mummy left Lexington. It's like, oh, so you've only watched good Kentucky football in your lifetime. Like there, there's a there's a good chunk of people who have grown up with John Calipari. Like people, people listening to this podcast right now, they've either they've had John Calipari kicking ass and they've had Mark Stoops kicking ass. Maybe like. They, they, their first memories were of the Andre Woodson game that we talked about on Friday, um, and they're faint. And then you were kind of bad for a little bit. But for the most part, Kentucky's been beating Louisville and consistent in the SEC for most of their lifetimes and going to bowl games, which imagine that that for, for like a 17-year-old kid right now, just what you've grown up with. Uh, you, all of your memories are great. They're great. So like – I. Some of the the wilder takes by our younger generations, I can't like. Of course, their expectations are high because they don't know they don't know the cats at their lowest of lows. The, they they've had a much different perspective than uh, most Kentucky, especially Kentucky football fans, um, where we who like set through a lot of bad games, a lot of blowouts, a lot of bad defense, a lot of away. Um, so it's it you know it, what, what is it. Uh, joy wouldn't feel so good if it wasn't for pain. So, some of us have have seen a little bit of darker days than others. Wow, that was a tangent right there. Did not. No, it was, no, I, I was enjoying. I was enjoying what you're saying. I think you're. I don't think. I don't know if anybody could even disagree with any of it. You're you're, you're right about that. Uh, it's. I think we've made some similar sentiment takes with the basketball side of things that like. It, when when we were getting into more Calipari debates about like, well, you know, he had a good first half and then the second half, but it, for the recruits, it's all within like a, a, a much smaller bubble of the way they view things, which has been a benefit to UK football where, you know, when you hear like old UK football, I wonder what that even means to, to recruits. Yeah, yeah. I'm... I, I legitimately would wonder like if you've got like a, any, anywhere from like a 14 to 17-year-old kid that is a sports fan, whether they're a huge Caps fan or a huge Cards fan, or they're just, you know, they just watch. Like, what What are your thoughts of UK football? So it'd be, fun, it'd be fun to, like, pick a little kid's brain like that. That may be a weird thing to say. But to have a conversation with a younger person. The A 17-year-old getting recruited right now. So if you're in the class of 2024, you were 60, no, excuse me, nine years old uh, when Lamar fumbled. And did the Heisman pose. So, like, that's kind of basically all of your football watching 
Kentucky's Man. been going to bowl games. We've talked about on um, slower radio days how I've got a lot of cousins that are younger. They're in high school, I think maybe now getting to college. Some still like end of grade school era. So, you know, they they, they could be good to talk to. Uh, but they're all like Louisville fans. But it's – they're not nearly as into it as much as we were. They're more like into professional. Like you, you'll see Joe Burrow jerseys and stuff like that. Where college they like, but I, I think it's in large part for what we're alluding to. Yeah, Louisville so bad for like most of their lifetime, really, or at least since they've been with it, they've kind of stunk. On the flip side, hopefully UK's benefiting from that. I mean, I think clearly they are. It's not like recruiting's taken this huge drop off, hasn't really taken this huge step forward either, kind of hovering there anywhere between like twentieth and thirty fifth, most classes, somewhere in that ballpark. But yeah, it's a it's a whole different perspective perception, and again, Mark Stoops responsible for all of that. Oh man, so if you, uh, I'm not, I'm just, let's take a guess. When was the last time Louisville made the second weekend in the NCAA tournament? U of L making the second weekend of the NCAA tournament was 2015. It's been that long for basketball. Yeah, they went to the Elite Eight, lost to Michigan State. We were very close to having UK and U of L. In the 2015 Final Four, not playing each other, UofL would have played Duke. And uh, that nearly also obviously happened in 2005, but UK was the one who came up short and also to Michigan State, weirdly enough. But, yeah, they haven't uh, they haven't won a tournament game since 17. They haven't been out of the first weekend since 15. And that was Donovan Mitchell not winning the big one in 17. Yeah, they lost, yeah. To, they lost to Michigan and Indianapolis, and that was the – UK Wichita State Greg Marshall's wife game that, that was uh, a fun, that was a fun day because it was like your UK and U of L fans could drive up to the game together and not have to like necessarily root against one another but both games were back to back that mm-hmm. was fun yeah so no wonder uh, that probably got to be good for the population in the city of Louisville as far as the breakdown of Kentucky fans versus Louisville fans you would think that naturally more more and more people would. Um, start you know like grow up cheering for Kentucky instead of Louisville because there's there's more to cheer for. What cheering just getting beat by a thousand every Saturday in the Governor's Cup isn't fun. Mm, yeah, I know, right? Shocking. Winning four games in basketball not not the most enjoyable thing in the world. No, um, may, losing to to Virginia. Getting owned by Virginia, the most boring basketball program in the country. Having to have Locke just, like, talk trash to you and there's nothing you can say back. I mean, like, just showing somebody a picture of Locke on McLean and be like, this man <laughs> owns you. Like, yeah, what, 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 what are you supposed to do? All right? Like, you're just... <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the Andy Sweeney goodbye show, which, by the way, he's going to Indianapolis, not Atlanta. I was wrong about that. I am right about him being in the mornings, but... Uh, congrats to him. Not too far from home. Uh, he'll do a great job up there and, and wishing him the best. But they had played an audio clip, you know, Sweeney. He, lo- he loves his audio clip. Oh, loves him. And, 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 and most of them pretty entertaining. But they had played one of Locke where he was just on radio and he was like, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't until my junior year of college that I'd, I'd kissed a girl. <laughs> Oh man! I mean, yeah, really- granted, I think he went to college early. Like, I think he was young. I think he was like maybe seventeen or sixteen or something when he went to Wait, college. What could be and wrong? He ended about up in that. media. He, 
I could be wrong about that, but I think he went to college when he was younger. But yeah, he he's pretty open about it that he was not uh, one of the ladies' a, man, not a player, uh, as Scooch may say during his college days. Play is going to play. Crush a lot. And not that there's anything wrong with that. He turned out all right. And uh, but it was a really funny audio clip while we brought up Locke this morning. Hope uh, oh, he, he listens from time to time. Big fan of the show. Locke, hope you're doing well, buddy. Virginia, yeah. Virginia stinks. Well, um, they certainly do. They certainly do. Gosh, I'm getting I, – I started doing my research for win totals. I'm finalizing my, my bets this morning and, like, looking up UConn football and UA – like, just doing all the, like, really deep diving into random teams and their schedules. I'm just – oh, man, so excited. It's going to oh. – We're getting close to it. Woo-hoo! We've got, we've got some – Scuttlebutt scoop talk conversations from Saturday. The coaches talk. I mean, they you know they came out and flat out said some things that we need to discuss from UK's the last few days since we've talked to you with what's the latest. Uh, we'll get to the Thornton's text line. We probably shouldn't wait too much longer on that because it's already pretty backed up from the weekend. We've got the best texters in radio, and we've got more. We've got plenty to get to on today's Kentucky Roll Call. Don't go anywhere. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We'll be right back. Okay. Yeah, they keep saying well, but my name Wale. Call me Mr. Never Wear the Same Thing. You were redundant, you never ever change. And I'm the same way. M-I-A. And me, Cool and Dre, yeah, I like playing. Your man Wale in his own damn lane. Can't control the box, you in no Mills Lane. Ain't heard DC since Sardines came. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. The people that don't like Joel, for the most part, just don't have a clue. They're just doing A plus B must equal C. Like, Joel got here. Kentucky's recruiting hasn't been as great. So he's obviously equals, the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He It must be because he's not a good recruiter. With Walker and Roush. No, teams are just cheating, folks. <laughs> Probably a time that in NCAA history will be forgotten about. The, the, the very last days of the pre-nil college athletics, where it was just nil, Roush, and people were doing it, but you couldn't legally do it. And then, what, about a year later? Boom. You could do it. It became legal. And guess what? Kentucky started getting good recruits there, too. Although, I guess for the Joel Justice haters, he also was gone once UK started getting the good recruits. But also, nil legalized paying players was became a thing. And, and since then, UK's been pretty much getting just about whoever they want. Not batting a thousand necessarily, but they're, they're doing pretty well for themselves. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X okay. Radio. Uh, with me having a big weekend, Roush, we don't, you know, we don't normally, we don't normally do stuff. But before we went to that nice dinner on Saturday night, we we met up at a friend's house and get to the house. We park. We're walking up. We can tell that there's obviously a party going on inside because of all the cars and. You you can even like make out people in some of the windows. 
but nobody knock on the door, nobody answers. And we're like, okay, well, do we just barge in? Do we go around the back? Do we go around the side door? Knock again. Nobody answers. So I just kind of open it, poke my head in. I can hear a party's going on. It's like, all right, come on. They're not, we were invited to the party. Who cares? Yeah, so just walk. Just walk in. We just walked in. We just walked in. Felt a little weird about it, but just hopped on in. And then we noticed like something's up. And no scoots, it wasn't an intervention. But everybody's in the kitchen. And they're they're kind of like gathered around. So we feel kind of awkward, like come in to see what everybody's talking about. They're all huddled around the kitchen. It's a big party. And every single one of them was eating wildly addictive chips from Salsaritas, ladies and gentlemen. Salsaritas catering. Wow. It's the best. It gets the party started, and it brings the party together. And you can get Salsaritas catering delivered to you anywhere throughout the Louisville area, or you can go pick it up. It'll be ready at your place. You can have your entire party in one room, laughing, having fun, and eating deliciously seasoned meats from Salsaritas. Roush, I heard somebody tell a story set up that way, and I was like, that's a genius way to tell a story. I'm doing that for some advertising. <laughs> you had me hooked in. You had me hooked in. That, um, the one I heard it about was about kitchen cabinets, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to take out kitchen cabinets. I'm going to put in salseritas because everybody's wondering, well, what are they huddled around in the kitchen about? Well, what, what is going on? I can't wait to hear what the, what the dealio is. Sure enough, it was just salseritas, folks. And when I say just salseritas, you know what that means. The best the food best. you can get in Louisville. So just salseritas, yeah. Um, you did come back talking about nil. There was um, There's some big nil news uh, that we didn't discuss last week that I guess it broke on Thursday. But have you seen the new law in Missouri? No. Can't have an ice cream cone in your pocket on Sundays? No. Um, but it's kind of one of those laws that Greg Sankey was bemoaning at SEC Media Days, where you get all these different laws in different states, and it just mm -hmm. it gives people an unfair recruiting advantage. Well, in Missouri, they passed new legislation that will go into effect, I believe, starting September 1st, where you can make money as a high schooler off your name, image, or likeness, but only if you go to an in-state institution. So... You're thinking to yourself, okay, like that sounds great, but like how many guys are actually going to go play for Dorkowitz? Um, is it really going to matter? Well, last night, a lot of momentum, a lot of momentum for the number three football recruit in the country, defensive lineman Williams Nwanerni. He was, it was either going to be Georgia, Oklahoma, Oregon, and Tennessee are also finalists, but a lot of picks coming in for Missouri late. And everybody believes that, I mean, he's a top defensive lineman in the country, number three player overall. This feels like uh, I'm going to get paid starting September 1st, so I'm going to go to Mizzou. Could, and I don't think anybody could really blame him. Yeah. Yeah, pretty crazy. And so, like, it's one of those, like, Missouri, it's not, to, I mean, you know, they got Luther Burden last year, but... They can be successful. Like there's enough talent in that state between St. Louis and Kansas City, those areas, 
you can re- technically recruit like Chicagoland as well. If Drinkwitz recruits well, they could be good. Now, th- th- all that to say, like he has to be good this year or else he might get fired just right off the bat. Or maybe he recruits well enough to save his job. I, I don't know. But that's that's something that folks need to need to be monitoring. Yeah, interesting. It seems like Missouri re- momentum on the recruiting trail, although I do love the aspect of like state law potentially giving them the advantages. Uh, Nil in the states, and we've heard it in Kentucky as well, it almost always seems like if you don't do X, Y, Z, you're going to fall behind. And Missouri just went ahead and, added they're, they're not only like we're not going to fall behind we're going to give us something that's maybe going to put us ahead which is interesting because there are other states where you can make nil money in high school yeah and that's I, correct it, the way it was told to me you remember when cal had the rob and dj and aaron and justin and reed shirts right i was like is uk are you all going to sell those or are those going to be made available and what I was told was, I think it was Edwards. I think Pennsylvania high school athletes couldn't make no money or something. But the law was on the verge of passing. And I think has since passed where they can. And they were like, once that gets passed, yeah, I think somebody's going to sell them. Like some, some outlet's going to sell them. And they never ended up selling. So maybe, you know, maybe it never ended up passing. Or maybe they just kind of moved on from them or something like that. But uh, that. So there, there are some states where high school people can't make nil money. And I guess Missouri is a state where they can, but only if they go to Missouri. Would the concern for Missouri people be that like top talent may say, well, I want to make high school nil money, but I don't want to go to Missouri. So see you, see you later. Like I'll, I'll leave the state and high school, Roush. Do you think that could be a concern for people or no? Uh, I, I mean, I want to say no, but at the same time, I mean, the Smith twins went off to prep school. So, like, it's already kind of happening. I don't know how much of it's going to be nil motivated. But you also have to think, too, like, a lot of this legislation is still ongoing. Like, it's popping up in states everywhere. So, I, it'll probably get normalized. Uh, before that becomes a thing where there's like destinations of the like the, like this is a hotbed for high school recruiting or recruiting kids to play high school football just because they can make nail money. Uh, now, would uh like 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 for example, does Georgia need to get a bunch of kids to come to move to the state of Georgia to play football so they can have talented recruits? No, same thing with the Florida schools. Like they already have a bunch of really really good players, but. If Illinois doesn't have this, and I'm living on the Illinois side of the Mississippi versus just going across the river to school in Missouri, like, you bet your sweet ass I'm going to high school over across the river in Missouri, right? Like, so you could see some more fringe, like all the kids that went to Trinity that were from New Albany and Jeff. Um, I, I can't name them. I forget which ones exactly. I think Rondell Moore was one of them, but like. They're not going to go to one of those schools. They were going to go to Trinity anyway, so I don't know. I, I don't know if that ends up becoming a big-time thing, but it certainly is going to give at least Missouri uh, a, a bump in the short term. Uh, but with, recruiting with Rondale going to Purdue, does uh, does 
legislation like this potentially prevent him leaving New Albany to go to Trinity? Wait. Uh, so he went from New Albany to Trinity, if I'm not mistaken. So right, right, if right. Indiana would have came out with this this nil stuff, would he have even ever gone to Trinity? Because, I mean, he did stay in, stayed and went to Purdue. Well, he, he wouldn't have gone to Purdue because they wouldn't have paid him. Um, they don't – Purdue sucks at nil. So maybe they're getting better now with um, the new regime. Yeah, but, I mean, would he even need to make nil in college or at least as much as he would have with if he's coming out of high school and has plenty, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, no, but to, to your point, Scoots, maybe not. Like, um, I think it's better if you just said it for like Romeo Langford. I know, like, he went to he didn't transfer across the state of Kentucky, but like that dude would have made so much more money playing high school basketball in the state of Indiana than in the state of Kentucky. Yeah, like that that sort of line of thinking. I just wanted to dunk on Purdue for a minute. <laughs> and I can't help myself. I don't blame you. Good job, buddy. <laughs> Well, it seems like plenty of schools in the SEC having some recruiting momentum. You got to hope the Cats are up to snuff. Yeah, better Keeping be up with the Joneses and the Drinkowitzes. Uh, hey, but do- uh, just SEC football for you. This is uh, like the links of places are going to go, and this is what a lot of coaches are talking about when it comes to. We need some national, federal rules on this sort of stuff. But in the meantime, you can make a case that like this isn't – I think it's a positive for Missouri, but it's not a positive without potentially some downsides. And the downside would be people leaving the state, being like, I want to make high school no money, but I don't want to have to go to a Missouri school, so I'm out of here transferring because for any top talent at any sport basketball or football you can find another state and another school in another state that would welcome you with open arms roush mentioned it earlier probably would be one of the academy i mean there's tons of academies all over the country prep schools all that stuff i mean to to your overall point though it there has been a um like we probably don't pay attention to it as much, but there's been a transfer portalization of high school sports as well. Oh, I mean, for sure. It's just I mean, it's like too much to keep up with, though. Right, right. Uh, I mean, how, and how like many, not even. I mean, it's it's not even like kids who are recruits. It's just like regular kids are transferring, which I just can't. I don't know about you, TJ, but I just it was unfathomable. Like thinking of how much of a pain in the ass that would have been to go to multiple high schools. Like it just sound miserable. Now it's it's become it's commonplace. Yeah, so it's not even just like necessarily a student thing. Interesting. Now that where this would be interesting is if Ohio did this for football, and it was like, hey, we're you nil high school kids in football start collecting, baby, but only if you go to school in Ohio. <laughs> then UK would be like, well, okay, hold on here. Because we love recruiting Ohio. What's is this going to be a challenge for us? Is this going to be a change for us? And then here's another question I've got, Roush. Let's say mm-hmm. you're, you know, without doing the hypothetical in Ohio, but I can't imagine a scenario where that wouldn't impact Kentucky potentially uh, in a negative way. Again, maybe some of those people would just decide to cross the border, but there's a lot more programs in Ohio to go play football than there is in Missouri if we want to talk about, you know, decent options. 
but my mindset's like, all right, Missouri talent. I know St. Louis has some good players, obviously, but like you can let Missouri be. If it hits a little too close for home where UK really, really recruits, it may be a different story. But what if you're a kid in Missouri, you start making money like your sophomore year, you do something like Reed Shepard. Reed Shepard was working for that dentist office earlier on in his high school career. Yep. And then you say, you know what? In the last minute on signing day, Alabama offered me, I'm going to Alabama. Do you have to pay back that money? Do you, is it like put in a, in some sort of fund that you don't get until you sign on the dotted line with a Missouri school? How are they going to regulate that? I don't know. I not, you would, you would have to imagine that other states are going to follow suit. I mean, it's a copycat league. So yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know if there is any way of regulating that. It's just like, it's like an honor system. Like, Hey, pay me money and wink, wink. I'm definitely going to go to college here. And then it's time to go to college, and you're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, never mind. I'm I'm actually not gonna. I'm gonna go somewhere the, cool." The one, um, the one thing that is uh, at least a positive is like, I don't think that like if you need to find a way to get your dollar bills and cents to people, like if it's worth it, you'll find a way to do it. And I don't think people are gonna crack down on investigating everything. So. Um, yeah, you're probably, you're probably right about that. Yeah. Interesting times in college athletics. It ain't changing anytime soon. Roush is right. Maybe more states do something like this, or they combat it with some other uh, – how? I don't know. Uh, but all this stuff has been fascinating to see. Just another layer to yep. to all of it. Uh, do we want to get to the Thornton text line? Yeah, or... let's read a couple texts. I, okay. I've got to pull it up right here, 502414. 1450 is the Thornton's text line. You text it on in. We'll read it on air on your Monday morning here. A texter says, my friend's dad was in a Bob Evans when it got robbed at gunpoint. Might be even more random than a hotel. Who robs a Bob Evans? What a joke. That is a weird, that is a weird place to rob. I bet Scoots would. He loves, he loves Bob Evans. I wouldn't rob him for money. I would just rob him for their biscuits and gravy. Come on. <laughs> They're not a sponsor, Scoots. Well, there there was our free uh, shout out for the week, so you're you're welcome. For BD. the week, we just wasted on Bob Evans fifty four <laughs> minutes into the show. Well, now you've given him two or three at this point, so we might as well just move on. Maybe maybe well, save sal- the cat's out of the bag now. Let's salvage it's a couple. Bag now. <laughs> salvage a couple for the rest of the week. <laughs> Use promo code Scooch sixty nine for twenty percent off. A texter says, I believe that I believe that many Kias have been stolen this year. I'm an insurance adjuster and I've had more claims than I can count involving those vehicles. There you have it. That's tough. Tough out here in the streets. It was it was two thousand is what people were saying. Two thousand Kias and there was one other type of car that had been stolen Hyundais. this year in Louisville. Hyundai. In Jefferson County. Hyundai's. Kias and Hyundai's. Over two thousand Eight months into a, the year, two thousand. I didn't. Even, I didn't even know there was two thousand Kias out on the roads in Louisville. Yeah, I. I mean, I'm seeing more and more out on the road, but uh, pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. That is wild. Get it together, Louisville. TJ, are you going to avoid the question or answer me? Which Duke player recruit didn't want to play with Grayson Allen? I'm sure there were some, but would you like to say who? 
Oh, see, when we were talking, when you all talk about Roush, when you talk about how like horrible Tennessee fans are on social media, again, I, I really think Duke's got to be in the conversation for some of the worst. Uh, that tweet got brought back up again. It's I think six years old now, which is just wild to allow a tweet to to live inside a fan base's brain for that long. And the hilarious thing is. I, I haven't backed off the tweet whatsoever. The tweet was 100% true then. It's it, it's always going to be true. And in Duke's fans' brains, they can't wrap their, their head around the idea that not everybody in America would want to get on their knees and be able to play with Grayson Allen. They He's just bow down to one of the best of all time in Grayson Allen. No way that any maybe former returning players or potential recruits wouldn't want to play with them. And Texter, I would love to say who it was, and it's really not that hard to figure out, but I'd love to, and that's not saying that they went to UK, but Duke was in good with some people, then things changed, and people ended up going somewhere else. The only reason I don't say the names, and the people probably wouldn't even remember saying it or care about it, but they said it off the record, so like I don't... I'm not a journalist anymore. I'm not a big J anymore, but I at least want to honor. They didn't They didn't tell me because they wanted me to go tweet out their names. This X player doesn't want to play with Grayson Allen. But it just comes down to, like, either you believe that I would be the type of person just to make up that recruits would – or one was a recruit's parent uh, would just make it up that they brought it up, and a Duke fans think that I did, and I certainly don't care because they're not worth my time in the slightest. But it's not hard to figure out. It did happen. The word hurt was probably what I shouldn't have used. It's probably like hindered would maybe be like a more accurate word because Duke still recruited really well. But recruiting, there's not a fixed limit to it. You can always recruit better. You can always have a better class. And a couple good players said they would have gone to Duke if not for Grayson Allen. And it was also a surprise when he came back for that final year. A lot of people thought he was going to go. He was projected pretty well. And he decided to to return back. So yeah, Duke fans had a good time with that six year old tweet. They're total losers, um, but that's that that's the story there. I'm not going to say it on radio. Hey. But it's really not super hard to figure out. Good news though, they didn't get Flory Badunga. It's true. So w- whenever that fell apart with, um, that's true. With Kentucky, the assumption was he was going to end up at Duke, but um, and then it was Auburn, but he ends up uh, going to Kansas. Yeah, so I don't think Kentucky's going to be on Kansas' schedule, but that's a huge get. He's awesome. Yeah. It's a bummer. Uh, I will say this, though. Cooper Flag officially reclassified. So he's now – everybody knew he was going to do it, but he's now in 2024 and instantly becomes the best player in 2024. Yep. There's a decent chance that dude's going to end up going to Duke. Which, Scoots, you were right. That would make Rutgers not getting the number one and two players in the class of twenty four. Hey, oh, I'll take I'll take a win because I was wrong about Flory. So, yikes! Yeah, <laughs> that's hour one, hour two. Kentucky roll call coming up next. We got a lot more text to get to. We still need to kind of talk about the the ins and the outs of UK scrimmage from this past weekend. But it's been a fun show. It's been a fun show and start to your week here on a wet, rainy Monday. It is pouring out there, so give yourself extra time if you're out on the road. This is KRC on the Big X. TJ Walker, Nick Rouch, Justin Kalen. We'll be right back. Can I help you? Yeah. Put two on eight looking boy. Come on, man. You's a broke looking boy. Choke looking boy. Let me clear my throat looking boy. SpongeBob on your shirt looking boy. I play in dirt looking boy. Ball up dirt case switch looking boy. Brown Duke stays in draw looking boy. Scooby Dooby Doo. 
Mike Vick looking boy. Why won't lose no weight looking boy? Looking real ugly in the face looking boy. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Rosh. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 14.50 AM. Scoots, a friend of mine gave you a compliment on the song heading into the break there. hey yo, come on. So you're, on you're on fire, buddy. Love it. Love to hear it. You're, you're doing great. One, Walker, one of my favorite songs. Kay- yeah, he said he hadn't heard it in forever. Exactly. He's happy to hear it. Justin Kalen, Nick Roush on your Monday rainy morning. Allow yourself extra time to get out on the roads and be careful out there. Text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Roush, biggest takeaway from the scrimmage on Saturday. What were the people talking about? I know you weren't there, but what were they talking about? Well, no serious injury. That's the best thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Tavion Robinson seems to have played well. So that's good. Um, Barry on Brown was dressed but didn't actually participate. So I know there was a little bit of anxiety over that. Stoop said, don't worry. It's just a soft tissue thing. We're being precautious. That's also good to hear. Um, and the kicker's got a leg. Kicker had like a 45-yarder. So I know – I don't think there are too many scrimmage highlight videos that include long field goals. But after last year, it was good to good to sprinkle one in there. Um, that kicking's important kicking's sexy we know we know all these things uh the i I think something that like it sounds so boring and kind of coach speaky it's kind of a good thing that that gives us a competitive scrimmage where one side didn't really dominate the other the offense had some big plays but the defense held up strong in uh, forced field goals. So, I, 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 it's one of those where it's much easier for me when one side dominates or, like, forces a bunch of turnovers. Like, I know Robinson had a couple big catches, and uh, I think Anthony Brown had one or two. Um, but it, it's much easier for me to talk about so-and-so kicking ass. But the probably the better thing is that the offensive line held up well, but the defense was pretty good against the run. They were pretty stout. Like it was just competitive on both sides, and I, I think that's a sign of a, a good football team. Yeah, the the sentiment that I had read was that the defense probably won the day. Did Which more is, than did more did more than the offense. Did you hear that or read that or see that? That's probably fair, but they still let like. That's where it's so hard to judge because it's like they gave up some big plays, though, and still gave up some points. But they held strong in the red zone, so, you know, like it's it was fairly balanced. But, yeah, I guess you could say the defense won, but it wasn't like a landslide or anything like that. And then I, don't, I don't think they forced a bunch of turnovers or anything either. There wasn't anything remarkable in that regard from what I heard. Yeah, but keeping keeping Leary and them out of the end zone, that's a, that's a pretty big deal. I... I like hearing that the defense, I would, every one of these scrimmages, if Stoops came out and said, defense 
won today. The the defense got the and he didn't come out and say that, but that's just what the the insiders were suggesting, and that's what they when you hear what they did say, it did kind of seem like maybe the defense did win. Um, was nice to hear about Robinson. He's going to need to be an important piece for this offense, but I, I have no doubt that this front seven for UK could be the best in the Soup's era. If it's not the best, it's it will be in the conversation. It'll be in the top three. It should be really, 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 really good. I don't feel that way about the secondary, but when you hear that this defense has success against an offense that's probably going to be more pass-happy, and granted, you were right, Barry on Brown, while it seems like he's progressing nicely, he still wasn't out there. So that's a big, that's a big weapon to take out of the arsenal for the offense. But if you don't hear about them slinging it all over them, I don't know, Roush. I can live with – I've got faith in the offense that they're going to be fine. I don't know if I have that same built-in faith with the secondary. So to hear that they're holding their own, that's a better thing for UK football long-term. Any of these spring game conversations, fall camp conversations, anytime you have a winner – you, you should equally have a loser, and both are on your team. Both are your guys. So it is always a delicate dance when somebody's like, oh, the defense just dominate. Well, maybe it just means you have a terrible offense, or the offense couldn't be stopped. Well, it probably doesn't mean good things for your defense. In this instance, I want to hear about the defense winning. I don't have The only thing that would concern me, Roush, is that like, the defense is winning because UK's offensive line is still a mess. In which case, stop. No, I don't want to hear that. That would be that would be. I change my tune if that's what we're hearing. But we're not right. hearing that. We're hearing that like it's competitive. It's good. The offense was able to move the ball, but they weren't able to get into the end zone. And the defense always found ways to get big stops when when they needed. I, that's like my preference. Like if you were to ask me three weeks ago what you want to hear from these scrimmages, it'd probably be that exact thing. So I think that's a good thing. Defense, a little more uncertainty in the secondary. The fact that they're just not getting picked apart by Leary, I, I think that's a good thing. And again, on the flip side, you could say, well, maybe that means Leary's not as good as people thought. But we've heard praise about Leary. He has been, and we know that Dane Key and Barry on Brown is good, are good. We know that the UK offense is probably going to be clicking with Liam Cohen. So I think all of it's a positive from at least this past Saturday. No injuries and the defense look good. That's important to little old TJ. Well, and another thing too, when you talk about the secondary improving, Devin Larry's going to make them better. I mean, <laughs> there's there's really no way around that like he's he's going to make them better by putting the ball in places where like that that's they have to know that no matter how good how close i'm on this guy how tight i'm on my wide receiver he can still find ways to get it to him so yeah i heard i heard more nice things too about devin leary um uh, the the defense stopping the run though does not surprise me not, not one bit, and I, I would think that would be the case. I think it's going to be hard for a lot of teams to run against this defense. Um, so, like, I'm, I'm not going to put out any sort of grand, grandiose indictment on the Kentucky rushing game because I, I do think that's going to be one of the better units in the SEC at stopping the run. Oh, yeah, and, and like, that's not really surprising to hear. That's, as you mentioned, to, to be expected, and that may not even mean anything – UK could have a really, really, really good offensive line, which I don't think is the case. I think it'll be solid, hopefully. 
some, you know, I don't know where everybody's expectations are going in, but UK could have one of its classic big blue walls and against this front seven, hopefully it'd be tough to run against. Not that tough yards couldn't be found, but but hopefully it'd still be tough, even with one of UK's best. So yeah, I don't think that's anything big. My biggest thing is just hearing that the secondary is holding their own. And again, no Barry on Brown. Maybe once he gets back, Roush, that first scrimmage, it'll be a whole different story if he ever does come and do one of the scrimmages, which I'm not sure what their plans are with him. Besides what you told us last week, that just they're super, they're going to be super cautious. They're not going to be done with this stuff. So I don't know when we'll see him or not, but so far, so good for UK football. It's just keeping the momentum rolling, getting me excited, heading into what could be an unreal season for the Wildcats. I, um, I did like the, uh, did you see the quote from JJ Weaver after the scrimmage? I did. Yeah. yeah. Um, should I pull up the exact quote? I probably should. No, I, I, th- I think you, you can summarize it between you and I will both get it. It was, um, last year we didn't really get challenged. Uh, this year, or yeah, last year we didn't have, really have no good competition, being honest. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, appreciate that, JJ. <laughs> last year's big move all stuck. This year they've, they've got some challenge. He said, man, they're so aggressive now. I'm loving it. They're driving the D-line off the ball every place. So that's good. Showing they're getting better and getting back to that blue, blue wall that we need. That's that's good to hear. Yeah. That's the stuff we 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 want. Uh, I I mentioned it may be an unreal UK football season. Scoots, did you see that the that that MF guy isn't real? That lady came forward. Wait, what? The lady from the viral plane video where she said that that guy isn't real. Oh yeah, he came forward. No, because nope, she because she, she's a girl, so she came forward. Well, he was talking. He was wondering if the person that said that she, he is real. Well, um, that guy's not real, so he can't a, a, a fake person can't come forward. Yeah, I don't well, I, I still don't really understand what happened in that video if we're being honest. I um I intentionally like this is just one of those things I decided I'm not going to waste my time like on it. So, if you can explain I, I the only thing I did notice is that when they were like she's come forward, that that does not look like the same woman. They, a lot of people are wondering if it's the same woman. I think it probably is, but some people think that that it's not. Yeah, I mean, but her name is Tiffany Gomez, and she was the person. If you saw that video, she's standing in the in the aisle of a plane, and she points back and she says, "And that M effort back there is not real." And everybody in the plane like looks back and. You, it's just it's a weird tirade, and the 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 story is supposedly and and a bits or pieces of this could be a little bit wrong. So bear with me if it is. But the bits and pieces of it are that she was back there. She lost one of her AirPods. You know, and those things are tiny. They can fall between seats. They could fall and and get kind of kicked around by foot and end up a few rows back. Uh, but she couldn't find an AirPod. Supposedly, she kind of started like accusing people around her of taking it, not taking it. Um, I, supposedly she didn't mean like the not real thing, like in a physical sense that like there was a, a, a random ghost on the plane or something like, like that. Real recognized real sort of situation. It, it was more of just like, I think, I think she maybe even had misspoken of like, you know, he's not telling the truth. Uh, yeah. Something along those lines, Roush. 
And but like during her hysteria, she did start to like. I don't know if she was trying to. She realized that she just was in this big like emotional to do. So she thought a good pivot would be to say that like the whole plane was going down. But that's what she did. It eventually turned into like she lost her AirPod. But then she started going into like, don't let this plane take off because something bad's going to happen to it. And obviously, that's going to freak out people on a plane. Take it easy, Oscar and- Seaboy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what she did. She did kind of a little bit of an Oscar Sheboy. Um, and that's that's really the the long and short of it. I think she got in some trouble, too. Um she, she once she got taken off the plane, she was doing the same stuff, just saying like, "Do not let whatever you all do, don't let that plane take off." And I think it did, and everything was fine. But that's the story. She's since come forward, and now I think she's ready to to make some money off of it all. Roush. Oh, so that's why she's coming forward. That I makes think so. sense. Yeah, that's my guess. That's my guess. She's got a Twitter account. She's all. She's all. She's got a website. Her website just says like stay tuned or something like that so she's got something cooking is it uh, an exclusive website where you have to pay for subscriptions she would may she she'd do well on that she'd do well on that not necessarily like from a, a not that i'm endorsing myself but just the reaction on social media was like wait Forget about what she's saying. Like who people were, were taken aback by her looks. Huh. That's 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 the reaction I typically get too, TJ. But I don't know if, if that's what her website is, Roush. I'll be sure to keep you updated. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Need you yeah, to stay she, walked in. That, that was yeah. a, a new story from over the the weekend. Uh, she is she has come forward now. You're probably gonna be seeing her on podcasts and all sorts of fun different things. Five zero two four. I'll be sure not to listen. Five zero two four. Well, I'll keep you updated. Hey, Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. The Thornton Stacks line. Um, can we talk a little preseason football? I heard your Sanex Tigers. Uh, in Frederick Douglass went down to the wire Friday night. Who won? Uh, I think I think it was three quarters, and Sanex missed the P. One team missed the PAT. I forget if it was X or Douglas, but it was twenty one twenty after three quarters before they put the JV in. Gotcha, gotcha. So, I, I saw that. I just saw like a highlight or two of the San X quarterback's throw, which looks like he's got an arm. That's exciting. Don't know. Don't know. I don't know much about. It. I'll, I'll get into the high school season as it comes. I saw that San X was ranked third on the KSR rankings. Oh, well, got to be correct if if that's the case. Um, you'll never believe this, TJ. I don't have anything to do with those rankings. So, um. They tried to rope me in one point, and I was like, uh, no, sorry, can't do it. Uh, yeah, so it was uh, it was X who missed the PAT. So, um, man, maybe you need to find a kicker, sports soccer. Get on that. Need to see if we can get a kicker to transfer from a JCPS school since they haven't technically started yet. Yeah, technically. An um, update on the update. No school today and tomorrow, but they're going to try on Wednesday. Is that where they're at? That's, yes, that's correct. And uh, – I guess teachers are going to go in tomorrow. Not really sure what they're going to do, but has, uh, yeah. Has there been any talk of NTI? I mean, are we just going to burn up all of our yeah, snow days? Th- th- they they said we're not doing NTI because I I think the, the, the at least the last go around. I mean, it took them like a week to get everybody laptops and all that sort of stuff as well. So 
like they're just not gonna they're not gonna do that and there's so many what's the word i'm looking for like that's that's almost like a four-letter word now uh among some people so yeah they're they're not doing nti um but uh yeah, they're, they're hopeful that they get back Wednesday. That press conference, they got a little testy Friday, TJ. Got a little testy Friday. Yeah, I, I saw that. I uh, what what do you do? You have a side in that? I, I'm just pro polio and everything because, like, the one quote he gave that, like, um, it was something like, nobody's gonna want to do this job. So, like, I what. You want somebody else to do it? Like nobody else wants to but me. And I think he's right. I think it's the I think it is the worst job in the state of yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, right. You get what he gets two seventy five a year. What was that? Three seventy five a year. Well, like, but he, they they had to give him a pay raise because he would make more in retirement than he was getting paid as the superintendent. That they can find somebody else in the city, I'm sure, that would take that pay raise. I'm not saying that they do a better job than him. I'm not saying they do a worse job than him. I'm just saying he's not the only person that would do that job. And I know you didn't mean that literally, but right. Right. Like, but like, uh, so I, I, I love that line again. Cause I, I do think it's just, I, I, I think it's a very thankless job. Um, so. Uh, well, sure. But like, yeah. you know, that's, you're getting paid a ton. You're getting, that's a ton of money. That's a really, really good year. I get it. It's tough. It's a stressful job. You're right. It's, it is thankless. If things go the way they're supposed to, you shouldn't even really be recognizable. But when things don't go well, you're right, the face right. of it. I, well, I, I understand that. I think they were both wrong in that press conference. Like if they've like, been if they've been doing daily pressers, it's okay if they don't do a daily presser. But he didn't need to. Like I get he was trying to kind of have like a I'm a dad moment. Right. But right. Right. I think yeah like, no he he went a little too combative but like she also was trying to bring out the gotcha girls um to be like so why didn't we do this yesterday and he knew she was just trying to get him to admit that he was like spending time with his family um which i mean moving a daughter to college isn't exactly like i mean he's more <laughs> like he's on the road uh, all a bunch of stuff like um that's a pain in the rear as well uh but like did you really his the what he should have said is you know uh, we we didn't have answers yet we needed to take the day to find answers so I could answer some of these questions because I don't think yeah, yeah like because that was that was the real reason like in addition to he was moving he was spending the morning moving his daughter to college yeah we did one we did one the day before we're still gathering and we're working out a plan so we can get back as soon as possible we know that we had today scheduled and we and we didn't do a day and in the meantime I did drop my daughter off at college. I've got to be a father throughout all of this, and I hope that people would respect that. And if they don't and they're frustrated, I, I, I understand, but we're still working toward it. Boom. You know, no yelling, yeah, yeah. no screaming. And, like, it, it did – I saw some parents be like, if he's this mad about a question, I wonder how, you know, he'd feel about his kids getting home at 9.15. Right, right. Yeah. Which that – it opened the door for that criticism. Um, I I think the the, like – That reaction too, it just, I think that was the, that just shows like, hey, maybe doing everything all at once was just a little bit too much. Like that, that it was just asking too much um, to try to do all this at one time. Like not only doing the the busing changing stuff, but also staggering the start. Like it was, it was just, that's why it failed. (laughs) They tried, tried to do too much at once. 
It reminds me of the U of L football fiasco where like there were super long lines. And then they found out that like some guy did an L's down like six years ago. And that's why everything was terrible. (laughs) Do we think that there's a UK fan behind the JCPS busing and that they sabotaged it all? And if we just fire that person, Roush, then everything's going to be good. Yeah, that that would make sense. Um, The math checks out there. It's got to be something there. I know over the weekend it was uh, the the politics really shined, which you knew was gonna you you knew you knew it was gonna happen. Like this, it it quickly went from like, wait, we got to make sure. Let's just worry about what we're gonna do. See, we got to worry about the children, Roush. Right, children. Uh, What are we gonna do with them? And then it just instead of that, it was both sides just planting down and saying how the other side's really the one to blame for that. Oh. Why it got as bad as it is. So, just so it I, only I, took we, three days. Yep, just as we predicted it would. So, <laughs> um, Let's uh, hit a few more on the Thorns text line. Uh, 502-414-1450. Scoots isn't a real IU fan, but not because he follows UK and roots from the bit. His hate and lack of belief in an IU football program that for some reason played great with no fans got hosed out of a Big Ten football championship. Shame. Shame on the dingus. I mean... It- what do you want me to say? It's I've lived through this my whole life. They're a freaking bleep show. <laughs> I am an Indiana fan, but Indiana basketball. I used to be an Indiana football fan until I decided, you know what? I'm not going to deal with this heartbreak anymore. So Did suck you say it, Dexter. A, a bleep show or a peep show? Bleep show. Because mm. neither really show you the goods too long. Huh? That's true, yeah. <laughs> a texter says, I'll bet Scoots whatever he wants on the IU UofL football game if he gives me six and a half now i can hear tj already talking poop but unless you all loses before then he's getting a bargain spread six and a half that is not a bargain spread for me i don't feel like bargain that's, spread that's for probably hit, out there somewhere hit, uh, bargain spread for old buddy i would imagine that it's out there already and i i would think U of L if they're what what's their spread against georgia tech that I don't know, but if you give me a second, I can calculate it. Um, the projected spread, at least. It's and probably it's, neutral, it's neutral site, correct? Yeah, it's an indie. Yeah. Um. So they probably won't give any either one a, a bump. Um, oh, if you find if you if you find something, let us know. Okay, we'll do. We'll do. IU will have twenty. Will have a twenty-five point to be generous loss on its schedule week one against Ohio I mean, State. This texture's coming after you, Scoots. That, well, I mean that's that is being generous. Indiana's going <laughs> to lose by thirty plus in week one. What I a, promise. What a freaking chicken bleep! Six and a half points. It's fourteen in the computer. Exactly. It's in the computers. Exactly. Gosh, if you're scared, go to church, Texture. Jiminy Christ! Fourteen points. Yeah, I would need all four computers. It's probably going to be like, I don't think it'll be 16 and a half, but it, it'll, I mean, I wouldn't, it'll probably get better up to that, especially if Louisville wins big against Georgia Tech. Oh, yeah. So, Scoots, you're out on the, you're, you're saying no thank you to, yeah. the, to the Texans. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> Absolutely. Another text hey, um, on the, or go ahead, Roush. I was going to say, if you want, uh, if, you, if you're feeling froggy, UK over three and a half SEC wins right now is plus 100 on DraftKings. So that's like South Carolina, Vandy. Um, Mizzou. Yep. And Mississippi State or Florida would be your fourth. Or, hey, so. hey, I'm, I'm not selling. I'm not 
saying Tennessee's a, a for sure L. No, I'm not either, but I'm just trying to count count the wins, count the losses. I got you. I know. Yeah. I'm just you throw the ball. The balls are are potential wins. Oh. Like, Did you so. see? <laughs> oh man, Florida named Graham Mertz their starting quarterback, and now we have hashtag has Mertz, uh, which is just um, <laughs> the way Spencer Hall said. Some of you shouldn't be allowed on the internet. <laughs> I like that. Good. Oh man, love the confidence. They, I didn't realize there was a a week one Thursday night Florida Utah. I knew that was week one. I didn't know Ooh, it was Thursday night. Thursday that's gonna be night. that's gonna be so much fun. And I'm gonna hammer. What's what, what, what's what's speaking of spreads? We need the we need the uh, spread for that one because that's well. Who's our I'm, who's our I'm hammering who's Utah. Our, who's our spread spread fella? Uh, I think it would be the well. I, I was doing the calculated one on the computer. Like we have an actual DraftKings one for that game. Uh, you would think, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll um, we'll get it. We'll get it to you. That's yeah. awesome. So then we, and the good news is we'll be getting up very very early for the Big X scramble that next morning. Gosh, ah, uh, who? So Roush, you're gonna have to take it easy that Thursday night. <laughs> Over my dead body. Opening night of college football, Florida, Utah. Yeah, there is no chance. Well, you know, no what, what is it? There's like you, you, you can't get hung over if you just keep drinking. Uh, they, that's probably us saying. Yeah. Can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. There's another saying. That is another saying. Yeah. We need our last commercial break is one of my favorite sayings. Is it? Yeah, I've been saying it since I can remember. <laughs> Time for our last commercial break. We'll come back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We'll be right back. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. Do you mind if we dance with your dates? Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Roll Call. Love the Temptations. Yeah, I was about what? to. I was about to pull Mike Rutherford on you and start singing it if you didn't bring it back. Oh, I was letting you. I, I was letting you play it. <laughs> Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. T.J. Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Fun show today. We got a lot of text to get to. What do, I feel like we're missing one other kind of. Semi. Oh, we didn't. We didn't talk about preseason football. Will Levis because that was. Um, oh gosh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Clay Travis, not a big, not a big fan of Will Levis because he watched him all throughout Kentucky and he never looked good. Um. Yeah. I. Uh, I don't. It's not great to end the start with an interception. Well, it wasn't technically a start either. But 19 seconds left, no timeouts. I mean, you can't you can't throw any football in the middle of the field. The game is over. So I don't don't really know what he was doing there. 
Um, but always, yeah. and, and he's getting and he's getting closed in on. Very well, could have had like contact on him while throwing, which is I'm not excusing. Like you're, it's it really starts and ends with what you just said. There, you're not even looking at that right. spot in that situation. They did not have any timeouts because I, I, I feel like I read one thing that they did, but the scoreboard doesn't seem like they have. Yeah, one. no timeouts so, left. So. Yeah, I didn't. Okay, all right, just just double checking on that. So at that point, it starts and ends there. You can't go to the middle of the field there. But it almost seems like he bails on the throw. Like maybe he clicks for him. Like I can't make this throw, and that's why it sails so much. Maybe it's because he's getting closed in on. Maybe because he's getting hit. It, it it was a it was a bad throw. It was a bad yeah. it, but before it was a bad throw, it was a bad decision. Uh, it was a mistake. It's a freaking preseason exhibition game. And it's, also, it, it's the first one too. Like it's not. It's all first this, taking NFL snaps. I can't say this for everybody, Roush. Like you are allowed to not think Will Levis is going to be a successful quarterback. I know. I know personally a lot of UK fans that don't think that he's going to be a great quarterback. I know a couple that don't think he's going to last whatsoever. But it seems like for the outsiders, Roush, so much of this is because he ate his banana in a weird way and because he put disgusting things into his coffee. Like, so much of this seems so much more than just... It's, it's, it's superficial. It's all yeah. superficial. It's like all the other stuff. It's like he's a good-looking guy who uh, has a rocket arm. He played for Kentucky, and he wasn't uh, – he didn't light the world on fire. So, like, I, I think a lot of it, what it is, is they're, like, the things that um, I've – like – It's getting back at the, the high school jocks, it almost seems like. And that, I, it's almost like, these, yes. it's, it's like yeah. these people tell on themselves a little bit where it's like any – and Will Levis was loud, and he showed off, and he – just basically embraced his celebrity, which, oh, the the horrors. He wasn't out, like, late partying. I'm sure he probably did do some partying from time to time. But, like, he wasn't getting in trouble. There wasn't reports that he was missing team meetings because he was with a different girl or something like that. He, by all accounts, seemed like a good teammate. Now, maybe there's stories I don't know about. I'm sure there are probably several. But by all accounts, he seemed like a good teammate. He seemed like a hard worker. But because he had social media fame, it does seem like there's a group of people out there that just want their revenge on him. Like you were, you got famous just because you did silly things, and now I hope you don't succeed at football. It is so very strange, but he'll be okay. These are what these games are for, though. But it, when you get people, and I, and I'm just kind of, I'm pointing back to him because he's got the biggest platform of all this. But when you get people like Clay Travis that are it's over. I knew it. I knew he was going to stink and he stunk and this is it. All it's basically doing is that like the next time Will Levis has a bad throw, you're going to get a bunch of Clay Travis butt slappers that are going to be like, see, he was right. It w- Look, it is over. I don't even know why we're still wasting our time on this guy. It's basically just planting the seeds of doubt and any bad throw is going to be produce off that plant where you're just going to say, see, People's minds have been made up, and they ain't going to be re-erasing the line in the sand, Roush, and redrawing. That line's staying there, and they're just hunkering down even further. Yeah, and I just it's think a bummer. it's... You know, it's not really fair to Will. Not that he cares, and not that they care, but, like, it is just a bummer. Let this dude get better. I find it weird, too, that you would want to be the first one to be on that take. <laughs> 
when like Malik Willis is objectively bad. So like you want the next guy to also stink too. Like are you a Titans fan? Like I don't I don't understand it. Um, but it's I, I think the general I, I don't have his stats pulled up, but it was very much a just like eh sort of like there there was some things to like, but there was some things to not like. Like it was just um, if you if you have a rational mind um, and you aren't just trying to make a grandstand, uh, Will Levis's first start was just a mixed bag of results. It was just like a okay, well was the jury's still out. Um, we got to let this cake bake a little bit longer, which is what a lot of folks said about him uh, when he just was. I mean, he was always going to be a project, right? Yeah. Um, so, but that wasn't the case for all of the former Kentucky football players. Carrington Valentine played well for your Green Bay Packers. Yeah, he's uh, really making a name. He's making a name for himself right now. Yeah, so good for him. I also saw Chris Rodriguez. Eighty percent of his carries went for five yards or more. So he seems to be fitting in nicely there in uh, Washington. Yeah, that's that. That's great to hear. Levis, Levis will be all right, or maybe maybe he won't. But it wasn't because he made a bad decision in in a preseason oh, game. Also, if you like, a lot of it too is what your guys do. And I know one of them. He had a nice throw. Guy trying to do too much after the catch fumbles the ball. Uh, like Justin Fields, he had a touchdown to DJ Moore where he threw a bad pass. Well, it was a bad screen pass. He caught it at his knees, but Moore just caught and run for sixty five yards. Uh, so like a lot of it's what your guys do with the, the balls you give them, you know, like there's yeah. not too much more you can say about that. A texture says, listening on the podcast about the LSU game. And I'm sure you won't believe me, but me and my brother were managers that year. And my brother has the game ball from the last play of the game because he was running footballs. It's actually an LSU ball because they were on offense. Texter, you don't need to text. You don't need to text in such fabrications into the radio show. We'll like you all the same. You don't have to make up stories like I've got the game-winning ball and you, the, from the UK LSU football game. That'd be pretty awesome. Oh, it's actually his brother that has the ball. I'm just kidding. I believe you. That is awesome. The only crappy thing is, like, there's no way you probably got that verified. I would imagine. And like, I don't even know how you would get that verified either. Like, this is the actual one and not just a game ball from there. But either way, that's cool. And I would uh, totally awesome. have that story no matter what. Yeah. And I would have that bad boy. That'd be there would be like a shadow box. I would have almost just like a corner of a room dedicated to that ball. That's all I mean, one of the having the ball from the last play of one of UK football's biggest wins of all time, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, that's really sweet. <laughs> A sliding door, but it probably wouldn't sell for what you could actually get for it, just because it's not verified. But I doubt I would. I would never sell it. I wouldn't want to sell it. Yeah, yeah I'd that's... have that bad. I'd, anybody that'd come across that, be like, wait, what? That's actually the one. Especially because you were part of the team. I mean, you you were on the sideline for all of that. You played a role. Ooh, so yeah. I, I, there's no way I'd get rid of that. Texter, I'll. I have the. You know how they would have the draft picks hung up in the in the practice facility? I've got the Randall Cobb one when he was drafted second round by the Packers that used to be in the UK football facility. I have that at my house. I'll trade you this for the game ball. How about sounds, that? Sounds like a fair trade. That's, I'll throw in uh, a Kentucky roll call koozie. Uh, I will throw in a Kentucky roll call shirt. 
and you can get some shady rays, Roush. Holy uh, smokes. You probably don't need him in the rain today, but you should have lots of pairs, especially ahead of football season. Uh, afternoon kickoff. You got to have the shady rays rocking and rolling in the tailgate lots, looking sharp at the crow. And that way, if things get a little too out of hand, a little too out of pocket, as some kids might say, you 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 drop your glasses, you step on them, you break them. They're replacement pair promise. All you got to do is pay a small processing fee, and they'll get them right back to you. Um, and you're going to save even more by using promo code Big X at checkout. Shadyrays.com. Promo code Big X at checkout. For 25% off, Shady Rays, the sharpest pair of sunglasses you'll find. And you can also find them in person, too. they got a store at the Oxmoor Center now. So, Shady Rays, they're simply the best. Simply the best. A texter says, a sliding doors a sliding doors moment that I feel no one talks about is when Steve Masiello not being able to take the job at South Florida because he lied about receiving his degree from UK. This call caused Antigua to take the job. UK was still bringing in good recruiting classes, but shortly after he left, that's when Duke overtook us from a recruiting standpoint. And weirdly enough that we had that rejoin talking about, and I don't think that that recruiting staff UK had then was the best recruiting staff that they had ever had. I also don't think that it was like terrible either. And UK still was finishing with number two recruiting classes. Um, but it, 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 they were, they started to miss a heck of a lot more than they were missing earlier. And that is, factually true uh, but this was the pre the right before the dawn of the the pre-air nil the pre-nil era where it was basically like the wild wild west out there but you're right that that was i wonder how it all plays out because orlando Antigua was going to swing at a head coaching job at some point and he thought the south florida one was a good one despite that program athletic program not caring about basketball in the slightest it's probably one of the biggest joke basketball programs and a semi-decent conference out there. But he just thought with his Florida ties, it being in Florida, that he could get some pretty solid players there. And maybe even, you know, from the Dominican and, and wherever else, internationally if he needed to. And he just was never able to. Then his brother, I think, got caught cheating and stuff like that. And it, 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 it his time at South Florida was a – total disaster and we all love orlando antigua but it, it did not go well he probably was going to try to be a head coach somewhere else regardless so i don't know maybe it all ended up working out for the best but that was wild people forget steve masiello denied a job because he lied about his transcripts do you know where steve masiello is right now isn't is he still at manhattan or did he just recently where is he somewhere like that He. Join Patino's staff. He's the associate coach at St. John's. That's right. I, so he's still he's in New York. Yeah. Uh, yeah he's but living he the was, dream up there. Oh, yeah. But uh, I love that his St. John's bio, his phone number is 5885. So just call 5885 and you'll get Steve Masiello on the Just line. on your phone. You don't even have to like call it. Just dial those numbers and then Steve Masiello will be the next voice you hear. He'll, he'll, he's going to answer it. <laughs> A texter says... Uh, just remember who called him Big Z first. That texter did, actually. Shout out to you, texter. Macy Morris had a, her, a court named after her? Yeah. Bell County High School. Her, That's pretty uh, cool. Yeah. She also got a puppy and like was taking pictures of it at Cumberland Falls. It was a very cute wow. puppy. 
Big Cumberland Falls. For, big weekend for Macy Moore. Very, very cool. Cumberland Falls. You should go see it. A texter says, Nick is a nerd for being valedictorian. Uh, not as big a nerd as Locke. The LSU-UK game was so lit, but also so tragic. The family we rode with to the game made sure Texas during overtime to meet us at the car right when the game was over. After we won, we all debated rushing the field, but ultimately didn't want to leave the group we came with waiting at the car, so we ended up not rushing the field. When we got to the car, the family was not there, and they did, in fact, rush the field when they said that they weren't. So we got absolutely hosed by them. I'll never forget the missed opportunity, as great as the game was that day. The cheated, defeated, the deleted. I don't know what the last part's in reference to, but like texture, like what? Well, you can get home whenever. Like, that's on you. That's just on yeah, you. That's like, a that's a huge you problem. Well, they I, told us they were to go back. Like, dude, live in the moment. And also, you being a kid, that mindset should be like. I can rush this field and like get the thrill and still be at the car faster than the, it takes some old folks to walk down bleachers, ramps, steps. Like I can go rush the, I can do both. I can go rush the field, celebrate, and they may be waiting in the car for me for like five or 20 minutes. Like I'm going to get there fast enough where it'll be okay. And I can even have plausible deniability and be like, I didn't rush the field. I got. I got stuck behind, you know, people walking out. I got stuck behind the officiating. You know, you could you could make up some story for why you were a few minutes late. This is on you, and that is devastating. And you totally blew it, and you're never getting that moment back, unfortunately. Another texture says, Mango cart beer on draft is slept on fire. It's pretty Don't good. Don't know what that means? It is pretty never good. Heard of it? It, it's called Mango Cart. It, it's very refreshing. The, sounds, um, sounds kind of like it'd be heavy on the fruits. Uh, it's pretty fruit heavy, yeah. I, uh, the beer cart at Iroquois Golf Course got stolen, so if it you did. did that, turn it back in. Yeah, they tried to blame me on our, our Kentucky Roll Call Twitter page. Well, you were seen in the area around the time it went missing. It was just a guy that looked like me. It wasn't me. <laughs> oh, man. They're, um, Saturday is the decision. I can't be good. No, that's not what we were looking for. That is around. not. <laughs> Saturday is the DeSales. I think the sales golf scramble, he's doing something and he's going to do something. Bummer, Roush. A texter on the Thornton sex line says, Roush is the old staff sold on Weaver for a pass rush this year. Is the staff sold on Weaver? He's the one with six fingers, right? I'm sold. I, I believe they are. I believe... Roush is getting reconnected with us, but I believe people are very high on JJ Weaver. I think they are excited about him taking that next step. It's just you got to go out there and, and do it. But Roush is the staff excited about JJ Weaver and tell us about the the sales scramble on Saturday too. Oh no, <laughs> this one he's muted on here. So even if it is, we wouldn't even know if it's a technical difficulty or not because he'd have to un and undo that little button. He's a mess. Roush is a mess, everybody. Just call him Indiana T football. TJ, the challenge is turning into Big Brother with the new secret book mm. twist. I love the new setup for the challenge. I think it's a genius idea. They should have done it long ago. Roush, are you with us?
you get what I'm saying about the mute thing, Scoots? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like the button? Mm-hmm. Like, until he takes that button off, we wouldn't even know if it's exactly. working for him or not. Yeah. It's his first day on uh, on Kentucky Roll Call. Give him a break. It must be. It, mu- it must <laughs> be. And there he goes again. It, he just needs to hop off for the rest of the show. <laughs> Love the guy, but at this point, it's just a distraction. Uh, the the new the new setup for voting for the challenge is sweet. Have you Scooch? Are you gonna watch? Uh, yeah. When's it start? It started on Thursday. Ah, oh, crap. Episodes. So I got I got some making up to do. Yeah, I'll I'll get yeah. caught up. I like the challenge. Nah, you'll you'll just have to watch next year, I guess. <laughs> it's over. Uh, we didn't watch last night, so no spoilies. Okay. But good deal. But we haven't watched. Oh boy. Here here we go again. Yeah, that was. I don't know what happened. I could hear other things, but couldn't hear you all. That was very bizarre. But you're mute. You were muted on the G chat. Yeah, but I couldn't hear what you all were saying. So I don't know. Something happened. <laughs> Sounds like I good. Could hear now. other things. I was even testing it, and I could hear things, but I couldn't hear you all. So maybe you accidentally hit the little mute button at the top of the tab. Oh, maybe were you ta- maybe that were, you ta- were you tab jumping? I do that all the time. I um, think so. I was. Is the staff back. excited about JJ Weaver? Um, yeah, but like, I think uh, we mentioned it like a week or two ago. Pressure doesn't always equal sacks, so yeah, I think they're very excited about what JJ Weaver's bringing. But I don't, I don't know what that means from a sack production standpoint. The next uh, school day for JCPS may be the most nerve-wracking and stressful day for the entire board of JCPS. So many eye eyeballs will be on how. The day goes with the transportation. Seriously, that's going to be even more nerve-wracking than the, the previous one. Everybody just, and I'm not involved at all, but, like, everybody just be nice. Be friendly to the buses on the road. Just everybody try to do their part. Certain, that goes with the parents and everybody. Certainly it's going to go better, right? Because I feel like there's so many parents that are now like, yeah, I'm not putting my kid on the bus. I'll get them to school another way. So in, in theory... It should be easier, right? You think maybe they did they sabotage it just to try to scare away some people, so it's Ooh. actually going to be a smaller load. Yeah, now. good call. Mm. Uh, I don't. It can't be any worse. You think True. it can't be any worse? And you, the Texas right? They, they put out a terrible plan. It totally failed. They wouldn't do that twice, would they? Rush totally. There's a lot of hype around. Keyshawn Silver, wasn't he a five-star from UNC? I think our D-line will be a problem this season. Seems like we have a bunch of dudes that can do some damage on the line. Oh, yeah, my favorite position. Yeah, um, but, I mean, he he was a five-star. He was ranked higher than Drake May. Um, and it's one of those things, I feel like this is the case for most of the defensive linemen, but it's like a one guy has a good day, another guy has a good day. Like, it's a consistency thing for him. But at least he's not – it seems like he's caught up. Like that, a lot of what the spring was was just kind of getting acclimated to the basics at Kentucky and playing the nose guard position. So now he's caught up. Now it's all about doing it on a consistent basis. Roush, how pathetic does someone have to be to edit their Max Preps account and claim they had 21 sacks their senior year? Thanks, South Georgia Wildcat. Nope, uh, didn't didn't do any of that editing. Uh, now, did I have exactly 21 sacks? I think our statistician might have beefed the. Like, I don't think he counted half sacks. So, if I was in on it with any other, we both got one instead of just, like, splitting one. So, But, I mean, I still had at least 15. I had a ton. Uh, Sounds a lot like the Michael Strahan, Brett Favre, fraud sack situation. Yeah. Could be. You're no better than Michael Strahan, buddy. 
John here. Good morning, oh, everyone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> Happy Monday. Hey, question for the scramble. How many players do we need for a team? I believe three, but just checking. Also, the price for golfer, on a side note, small game hunting starts, I believe, the 15th. Tell me, have you all ever eaten squirrel or rabbit? If yes, what do you think? We'll got to go talk to you later. Uh, you Really, again, singles can come to the golf scramble. We'll get you'll, We'll get you paired up. If you only have two people on your team, you may get paired up with two other people. If you have three people on your team, it's not impossible that you would get a single up with you, but you also may just have three as well. Uh, so, John, you know, try to find a foursome if you can. If not, we can. You can also ask some Kentucky roll call listeners, maybe looking to 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 pair up. So, uh, that's September first. Elk Run. Email bigxscramble at yahoo.com if you want in, and then. I think I have had squirrel and rabbit, but I can't remember when. Uh, I, but I do like trying different meats and stuff like that. Same. So yeah. not, not against it. Squirrel's delicious. Uh, with that kind of salary, he can drive all the bus routes in his Ferrari and make sure they are right. <laughs> they are just UT fans that don't know football. They moved the goalpost on Will Levis, or on Willis online. They ran two different offenses, and Willis had a pick as well. Yeah. Morning. My daughter was assigned to her three-year-old soccer team at the local YMCA. Her team is the Lions, so I'm making it a mission to have their walkout song be "The Reigns of Casimir," and that's from Mook. That's exciting. I heard the Lions. It's a make-or-break year for the coach, though, Mook. If the Lions don't make the playoffs this season, I heard they're just going to have to clean house. Interesting. Interesting situation. Um, almost as interesting as Lucas Glover's pants yesterday. If you didn't see it, just it's all over the internet. It was quite a, quite a catastrophe. Ooh, the preseason coaches poll has San X number one and six A. Woohoo! Tigers hey, are the best. Fun Monday. Okay. Well, that's our show. Roush is right. We got high school football this week. That is worth getting excited about. Then you get the week zero, the week after that, and then. That is football week. We're getting there. We're getting closer. And each and every day, one step closer. Keep the text coming in for the podcast listeners, 502-414-1450. Have a great Monday. We'll see you 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. This is Kentucky Roll Call. Roll Call. Let it go. Don't give it to you. He don't give it to you. 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 Don't give it to you.